Hi, this is Michelle Lassley with Balance Shared, a space where I truly believe we are better together. Have you ever considered that there is a different way we can look at seasons? If you've been listening along, you may have picked up on my Yule, Imbolc, and Ostera podcast recordings, and today we are going to discuss Beltane. At the time of this recording, it's Tuesday, April 28th, almost the wee hours of the night as I get this ready for you to drop on Wednesday morning. Beltane is celebrated on May 1st. I first wanted to just check in about why I would even want to bring these new rituals to you. My mother told me years ago that when I was an infant, I put myself on a schedule. She knew when to feed me, when to put me down for naps, and everything ran like clockwork for me. It was many years later that I reintroduced myself to calendars, journals, and other ways to keep track of time, and I haven't looked back. And part of looking at calendars is literally noticing the seasons we celebrate. Any modern calendar will give you different holidays from different countries, regions, heritages, religions. And it was several years ago that a group of friends right around Imbolc would be doing different things. They would weave together grass and St. Bridget's Day crosses. And here in the Pacific Northwest, in our temperate climate, we get spring early and the pansies would start to bloom in January and it really started to pick away at my brain and I would grow really frustrated with our western culture's idolization of celebrating the beginning of spring on Ostera or the equinox, the spring equinox. So over the past couple years, I started to dig into some rituals, different ways of looking at it and different ways we can look at it. And I have stumbled on the wheel of the year. First thing I think we should do is just take a look any point where you are at what is happening in nature around you. So in January, like I said, I start to notice the pansies at um, shops. Usually it's on the sidewalk flowers, you know, in like pots and things. In neighborhoods, we have a beautiful flower called the camellia, which is usually the first to bloom. Then shortly after that, we will get the tiny daffodils and then the regular sized daffodils and the jasmine starts to bloom. Irises will start to pop up. And right now, uh, on April 28th, if you have a garden, for example, you have already put probably a lot of your two seed plants in the ground already here in Portland, where I think we're zone eight. What else is happening? Our strawberries that we planted last year are starting to get high, and a lot of them have beautiful white flowers on them. I chose to leave the clover in that garden bed and it's getting really tall. Dandelions have seeded in our backyard and have beautiful yellow blossoms on them. The witch's money bags that kind of dropped into our garden bed last year and I replanted seems to be thriving and it's getting new sprouts. The leaves on the trees have now come in 
Most of them have shed their pink spring blossoms and we are covered in a field of green. The magnolia has lost its blossoms and it's given way to leaves. And the English walnut has also covered in leaves. So our backyard, we have two of those two trees and then we have another bushy evergreen tree, a kind of, I think it's a laurel in the back corner. And so when in the wintertime, the magnolia and the English walnut are, are, are bare. And our backyard looks like a typical winter backyard. It's brown. And, and again, in Portland, we have a lot of green. So parts of the backyard are green, but mostly you just see brown, the bare trees. And then as Ostera comes, the blossoms start to pop up and it's kind of pink and there's still a lot of light that comes through. But now at Beltane, the spring leaves are in place and all of that light has given way to a canopy of green. What else are you noticing? Our grass is actually really luscious right now and it feels really soft and feathery on the feet. Later, it'll give way to turn brown because here in Portland, we actually undergo a drought in the summertime and that's totally normal. I was inspired to make sidewalk chalk today. Uh, It worked out with our distance learning that we had some time that I was able to just play for a bit. So for about an hour, I drew a whimsical scene of sun and grass and Levi actually contributed and drew the outline of a bird, which I filled in. If you follow me on Instagram, on my private Instagram page, I put it there. And if you follow me on Facebook, it's there as well. If you'd like to see it, I'll put it in the show notes or on the blog page. What else is going on right now? Astrologically, the sun is in Taurus. It's an earth sign. Things are starting to dig in. You want to be grounded. Routines, collections, managing resources comes to mind. Beltane, it's also known as May Day. It's the festival of fertility. It's the second or third festival of fertility. I've read that Imbolc can kind of be looked at as one, but really Ostera or Easter, that time is really considered a, the, one of the first fertility festivals. This is a fire uh, holiday. And If we take a look at our wheel of the year, we're ending the time of dawning, which I really like to think of as spring, and we're entering into the time of light. And so I would really like us to reconsider that summer doesn't start with the next Sabbath, which is uh, Lithia, but actually now. And then when we get to Lithia, we're actually going to be at the height of the season. This is also a really good time to communicate with spirits. Sewen, Beltane's opposite, is also considered a time where the veil between worlds is thin. Now at Sewen, we communicate with the dead. But here at Beltane, that's a time of magic where the fairies come and they like to bring their magic. Spring fever is at its peak. And this is a really great time to celebrate the return of passion. So when we think about how we want to support ourselves. Again, let's take a look at the wheel of the year. So we've just come from Ostera, the middle of the time of dawning. We've finished Pisces season. We've gone through Aries season, and now we are in the middle of Taurus, the bowl. Next up, we're going to have Gemini, and then we're going to be right into Lithia, and then we'll move into Cancer, and then finish off 
our summer, really, with Lamas, which is um, the bread, breaking of the bread, and that's one of our first harvest festivals. And we'll talk about that later in the year. This is definitely a time of passion. Let's bring back the hope. Let's bring back the growth. Let's consider, too, what the god and goddess are doing at this time. So the goddess is on her journey of maiden mother crone. And here she's just starting to get into the motherhood aspect of things where she'll become impregnated with the god. The god is also at the same time uh, in his... um, young adult years he's considered the green god and so he's growing up and he's learning and so when we think of those aspects we can think of like what we should be doing at this time so we're nurturing we're nurturing our gardens we're watching things grow we're giving advice we're tending to them and then we're also maybe wearing different hats of responsibility as we look around and we're still feisty and vibrant and and young right Oils that you could use during this time could be things like cinnamon and rose. Add those to your celebrations. I picked those because of their fiery passion and then their heart, all their heart centeredness. And then as far as ritual to consider, bring in flowers, bring in your spring flowers, put them in a special place. Maybe you have an altar, maybe it's just your dining room table, whatever works for you. Bring in flowers and celebrate the passage of time. And then Lastly, I would like to invite you to do something you love. When we're bringing in this passion, really do get passionate. Remember, that's what the maypole is all about. It's uh, a very masculine or phallic symbol, and it's definitely something to represent uh, fertility. And it's also really beautiful. Various Waldorf schools in our neighborhood will do these celebrations annually. And there's something really magical about the people dancing with their various colored ribbons and then this dance weaves this beautiful parade around the pole which is later adorned with flowers and other lovely beautiful spring things get in touch with nature go stick your feet in the grass walk around love on your plants and do things you love if you've enjoyed today's podcast leave a review especially on apple podcasts if you've loved the messages of co-creating a better future and digging into our casts. If you've loved the messages of co-creating a better future and digging into ourselves, maybe you'd like to become a supporter. Email hello at michellelastly.com to get your sponsorship guide. Thank you so much for listening to our podcast today. This is Michelle Lastly with Balance Shared, a space where I truly believe we are better.